for today. Many of you all know that uh, today is Pentecost Sunday. And Pentecost Sunday uh, comes after, of course, Easter, after uh, Ascension Sunday, and uh, it commemorates uh, when the Spirit came over the people. And 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 God is is dealing with me a little differently on today uh, with regards to this scripture. But I do want to share the scripture. And after I read the scripture, I'm going to turn it over to Minister Vernon so that he can um, lead us further in worship. I do again want to acknowledge a few more folks. Uh, Minister Myra McNary has joined us on today, and we bless the Lord for her. We thank God for Sister Daisy Beal. Amen. Pastor Sean McCoy. Amen. Our brother from Renew Ministry has joined us. Uh, my sister, my teaching mentor from Chicago, uh, Minister Freddie Schufert, uh, is on our family member, Candace Smith, uh, Georgette Pasco. Amen. From New Season Ministry. We bless the Lord for you. Ah, my line sister. Amen. Solid Gold. Uh, Morgan Lee from Texas is on. And Prophetess Nakia Relaford. We bless the Lord for you. Uh, just stopping in and just uh, sharing with us for a portion of your day. Uh, let me share with you our scripture reading for today. It is coming from Acts, the uh, first, excuse me, the second chapter. And I'm going to start from the first verse, and I'm going to read a little long today, uh, but I'm only going to talk as long as the Lord tells me to. So let me share this with you. <clears throat> Acts, the second chapter, we're going to start at the first verse. And so just bear with us as we read on today. When the day of Pentecost has come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire, distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Now there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven, and when this sound occurred, the crowd came together and they were bewildered because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, why are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear them in our own language to which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Amalites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phyria and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Liberia around Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them in our own tongues speaking of the mighty deeds of God and they all continued in amazement and great perplexity saying to one another, what does this mean? But others were mocking and saying they are full of sweet wine. But Peter taking his stand with the 11 raised his voice and declared to them men of Judea and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give heed to my words. For these men are not drunk, 
as you suppose, for it is only the third hour in the day. But this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God said, that I will pour forth of my spirit on all mankind and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth of my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will grant wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. And it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus, the Nazarene, a man attested to you by God with miracles and signs and wonders, which God performed through him in your midst, just as you yourselves know. This man, delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed to a cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death. But God raised him up again, putting an end to the agony of death since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says of him, I saw the Lord always in my presence, for he is at my right hand so that I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue exalted. Moreover, my flesh also will live in hope because you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor allow your Holy One to undergo decay. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brethren, I may confidently say to you regarding the patriarch David that he both died and was buried and his tomb is with us to this day. And so because he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn to him with an oath to seat one of his descendants on his throne. He looked ahead and spoke of the resurrection of the Christ, <clears throat> excuse me, that he was neither abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh suffer decay. This Jesus God raised up again to which we are all witnesses. Therefore, having been exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the father, the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured forth this, which you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended to heaven, but him, he himself says, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Christ, excuse me, Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified and the word of the Lord is blessed. God, we stand in a place right now where all we can do is stand on your word. All we can do is stand on your promise. When we don't know what else to do, when we've done all to stand, we're to stand therefore. So God, that's what we're doing right now. We're standing on your word. 
We're not standing on our emotions. We're not standing on the uh, the cultural climate that is happening on today. We're standing on your word. Now, Father, I pray that you would say through me what you desire to say. God, I know that you're dealing with me differently on today. So, God, I pray that I would <clears throat> continue to incline my ear to hear you. God, that I might be able to give exactly what it is you intend for me to give. And, Father, we bless you. And, God, we give your name reverence and we give your name praise. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. On this morning, I won't be before you long, but I do want to share with you from just this simple thought. Don't miss the mission. Don't miss the mission. You all are so easy to be caught up in uh, what is going on in the world today. It is so easy to uh, allow for uh, emotions to run high and for, uh, uh, you know, our uh, feelings, our heart to, to take us away from what it is that we should be doing, uh, how it is we should be doing it. Um, I have to be very honest with you. Uh, this week has been very trying for me as well as it's been for, for many others. Um, I, I I try really hard not to uh, put my emotions into uh, things that occur in the world and and really uh, stay before God and, and and look at this through the lens of of, of grace. Um, but it, it's it's this this week has been very challenging for me, um, and many of us know uh, you know the reasoning why. Um, of the, the senseless tragedy that, that occurred earlier this week. Um, and, and, and I, I purpose not to, to watch the video. I know I've read posts where people say I watched all, you know, six minutes of, you know, this, that, and the third and, and heard the cries and, 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 you know, and, and I, I, I could not, I could, I could not do it and it was not to dishonor anyone and it was not to disrespect anyone it was not because I don't uh, 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 feel the same pain it's because I know me and, and and I know how I feel about certain things um, and I knew if I had done that it would have taken me to a place that I had no business being but by the same token, I struggled, you all. I struggled. If I could just be transparent and honest, and I know that I'll probably lose some followers today, and that's that's okay. Um, if if I do, because I, you know, I, I really uh, talk to the Lord about this. I'm I'm not one to get up and 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 talk about you know social justices and things from the pulpit. Everything that I say, I say it in accordance to God's word, um, and I try to keep my emotions and my my opinions out of it. And I will do the same on today because I said, okay, God, this is. Pentecost Sunday. And, and you know, for, for the believers, we, we want to get in somebody's church house and, and we want to, you know, take off running and dancing and, and, and speaking in tongues and, and, and all of that and, and, and have a glorious time and, 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 and uh, as circumstances would be, we're in our homes. We're not in the sanctuary being together so that we can have synchronized dancing. Yeah, I said it like that. I told you I'm going I'm to I'm lose some, some folks today. 
you know, we, we, we don't we don't have people around us to 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 film us as we get our crisscross applesauce going on. We don't have somebody on the organ to hit that riff to make us run around the church. We 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 don't have that. We don't we don't have you know anybody on the mic that's that's egging us on. You know when I think about Jesus, what He's done for me. We we don't have that. All we have is what Minister Brian just sang on, standing on the word. That's what we have today. That's what we have. And so as I, I asked God, I said, okay, this is it's still Pentecost Sunday. Regardless of what's going on this week, it's, it's still Pentecost Sunday. And, and, and it does not negate and it doesn't take away from historical history of what took place on this day. God, how do I reconcile the two? What do I say? And as I started reading through the scripture, God reminded me of this, 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 you know, as we continue to read, because normally we stop after, you know, they start speaking in unknown tongues. And and as the people are in astonishment, you know, and then someone said, you know, well, yeah, they drunk. And then we kind of stop right there and, and we start talking about, you know, being filled with the Holy Ghost. And that's important, you all, to be filled with the Holy Ghost. But then what did the Holy Ghost empower the people to do that day? What what did the Holy Spirit empower the people to do that day? Let's let's think about this now. This was right after their leader, the Messiah, the chosen one had been crucified, as the scripture just read, at the hands of godless men. For no reason, after they watched miracles and signs and wonders being done by Jesus, they still purposed to kill him, not because he had done anything wrong, but simply because he was challenging the religious rhetoric of the day. And so they purposed to kill him. And had it been anyone else who God had empowered to do the same thing, they would have died as well. They would not have been able to save us of our sins because they weren't the Messiah. But he was not the only martyr. If you continue to go in and actually see other martyrs. But we understand you all that this was right after Jesus was crucified, after he was resurrected, after he ascended. And the people said, what what are we supposed to do? You're leaving us. He told them not to leave Jerusalem. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has, be, has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses. You'll be my witnesses. You all, I can't believe that we're witnessing by tearing up our own property. I, 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 I can't believe that we're witnessing when we, we spew uh, hateful rhetoric. I, 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 I can't believe that that, that 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 that's what God intended. Now, let me preface what I'm saying by this. 
At no time did Jesus God, at no time are we expected as believers to be doormats. But we are always expected to be honorable and upright when we're going in the name of the Lord. And can I help you out with something? As believers, we are always expected to go in the name of the Lord. We don't clock out. We don't clock out. So here it is. They did what what Jesus instructed them to do. They went to the upper room and they were together. The Bible says that the spirit came in and 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 the the tongues of fire were distributed on top of each one of them. And they spoke. In unknown tongues. Now, I need us to understand something. These unknown tongues were other languages. They were other languages. Isn't that what the scripture says? It says, um, uh, uh, you know, Parthians and Medes and and Elamites and and those from Cappadocia. And and they were speaking in their languages. Those from Crete, Liberia, they were speaking in their languages so that they could hear. You all, when we speak in only a language that we understand, how can others hear the message our mission is yes to get people to hear the message but we might need to speak another language in order to get them to hear what we got to say I'm in such a place because I know That God is still an avenger. I know that God has already vanquished and conquered this for us. But we still have to walk this out. And we still must do what we need to do. So you send us an apostle. That sounds wonderful and great. Then if we can't go out and do this, that, and the third, what can we do? Well, let's look at what Peter did. Because even though they were accused of being drunk. And see, that's all we need is to be accused of something that we aren't. Here they go again. Accusing us of being this or accusing us of being that. And so then we react based on what was given to us. Remember Peter, our our sword wielding Peter, (laughs) same one that sliced off the guards here. Same one that that denied Jesus. Same one that cussed him out. Same one. But being filled with the spirit. He was able to come and give his first, uh, you know, evangelistic message. They all spoke in a language that others could understand. And if I had kept reading. We would have seen that they would have listened. But listen to what Peter was saying in his message. First of all, he refuted the accusation. He didn't say, what you call me? <laughs> what, you know, what you say about me? Oh, I show you. He, he didn't do all that. He, in dignity and in Christian grace, 
said, we are not drunk as you suppose. <clears throat> but this is the prophecy being fulfilled. You know this prophecy is Old Testament. This is what the prophet Joel proclaimed. And now it is manifest before your eyes. And then he went on to preach Christ and Christ crucified. This Jesus who you crucified. Peter could have been angry. They killed his savior. They killed his friend. He could have been angry. But he was not. He did the mission. He carried out the mission. He carried out the assignment. And you all, we have to be so mindful that we don't miss the mission. Because if we miss the mission, you all, we will not be able to carry out and get the message where it needs to go. If we miss it, if we do it our way, Jesus gave instructions. Don't go back home. Stay right here. Stay here until you get what you need to go and be my witnesses. You all in this climate is so hard to just sit still. It's so hard to just be quiet. And I'm not saying sit still and be quiet and not do anything. There's so much more we can do other than what we're seeing. There's so much more. There's so much more we can do to have our voice be heard. And you all can sit and say, we did that. It's not helping. No, we're not doing it. We're not voting. We're not voting in the numbers we could be voting. We're not getting involved in our local legislation like we could. We're not showing up to town halls. We're not showing up to, uh, uh, you know, when they have the, the meetings at city halls and things like that. We're not showing up. We show up when it is of a personal interest. Guess what you all? This is a personal interest. As believers. We need to do our part. And we need to do it in a way that God is honored. Please understand my heart. I told you I'm going to have a lot of folks tune off on today and that's cool but I got to give you what God gave me out of this word let us not just huck and buck and ratata and feel as though that's all that Pentecost Sunday is about that's not what all that it's about it is about us getting the power to do what we're supposed to do in this earth realm and if we're not doing it we're missing the mission we're not carrying out our assignment. The only way for us to do what we need to do. Is for us to be filled and endowed with the Holy Ghost. So that we can hear the instructions of our leader. So that we can carry it out in a way that God will be pleased. And that God will come and intervene. What are you doing? What are you saying? Are you in place? Are you in position? Have you gotten your marching orders? Are you even listening to the commander in chief? And I'm not talking about the one that has that title in this world. I'm talking about the one from the heavenly realm. Are you listening to the commander in chief? He's giving orders. Are you listening? 
And if you're listening, are you carrying them out? My brothers and my sisters, and I don't care what color you are. Because we're all blood relatives if we are all a part of the family of Christ. We all have a part to play in this. We all do. Don't miss the mission, y'all. By wanting to go into the sanctuaries and run around and 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 again, you know, I'm I, y'all know me. Look, those who worship with me, y'all know. <laughs> I will wreck a church. I'll wreck my house. No pre- no problem, no issue. But that's not all God is calling me to do. He fuels us up with his spirit to be able to carry out his mission. What are you doing the rest of the week? What are you doing the rest of the week? After we've rolled on the floor in our churches, after we've sweated out our hair, after we've done all of that, what are we doing during the week? How are you getting involved? How are you letting your light so shine? So that men can see your works and glorify your father who is in heaven. What are you doing? And you might be saying, well, you know, I mean, I'm out and doing stuff for the elderly and all that. That's wonderful. If that's what God has called you to do. And he's called you to do no more. Okay. But for those of us that I know God has called to do more. It's time to put up a shut up. Don't miss the mission. Don't miss it. There's so much more for us to do as believers. I believe I am convinced you all. That God has allowed for our complacency in the church to be shaken. So that we've got to step outside of the four walls. So that we've got to do something different. And if you've been sitting there not doing anything different, then I really need you to check yourself and see what else God desires for you to do. Peter, after he preached this sermon, the people asked him, then what should we do? And he said, repent. Be baptized in Jesus' name. And the Bible declares hmm, 3,000 were added to the church because they did not forsake the mission. The mission is to be witnesses. How can you be witnesses in your area? How can you be witnesses no matter what state you're in watching us today? How can you be a witness? Get involved. And get involved in a way that God would be pleased. Quit sitting there shaking your head. Saying that's a shame. Saying so sad. And get on your knees and on your face. And see what God will want you to do in this climate. Because he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. But he's given us a spirit of power. Love. A sound mind. Y'all don't miss the mission. Let's pray. Our God and our Lord God, we do not thank you on today. 
God, I've done what you required for me to do. Father, I pray that your people would hear me on today, that they would hear you on today. God, it is important that we be filled with your spirit, that we might carry out your mission. God, that we will not continue to sit off from a distance and try and distance ourselves from what's going on in our world as if it does not impact or affect us. Because quite frankly, God, it affects all of us. It affects us when when one of our very own is killed for no reason. And when it happens so frequently. It affects us, God, when we're not following your word. And honoring those that are in authority over us or praying for them. Your word declares for us to do it. It has nothing to do with our emotions or our opinions or our perspectives on things. As believers, we're to carry out your word. You even call for us to forgive. And I know some of us, are. how in the dickens are we supposed to forgive? You didn't give us a how, you just told us to. <laughs> you take care of the how in us. God, I pray that on today, God, that we will hear what the Holy Ghost is saying to us. And God, that we will take action in the way that you direct for us to. God, that we would not continue to stick our heads into our uh, uh, spiritual holes in the ground. And God, that we will be about action. That we will be about justice. That we will be about what it is that you've told us to set our hand to. Yes, it is about uh, uh, bringing souls into the kingdom. We don't negate that. Yes, it is about grooming up disciples. You, that was the great commission. That is the great commission. But your word also speaks of justice. So God, show us. Show us what you want us to do. Show us how you want us to do it. And then God, let your spirit empower us to carry out your marching orders. God, we trust you. <laughs> God, we got nothing but to stand on your word, stand on your promise, and to walk in our faith. Now, God, I pray an open heaven, God, over those that are on Zoom and on those that are watching on live stream. God, that if they don't know you in the pardon of their sins, God, that they might know you in a real and a tangible way. If you're listening to this live stream, if you're watching this live stream right now, and if you say, you know, I'm angry, I get it. If you say, I, I, I'm hurt, I get it. If you say, I want to just lash out and just, 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 you know, just say that, you know, I get it. If you say, I don't understand this Jesus who you keep talking about that would cause me not to feel this way. Guess what? You can get it. There's nothing about living this life that is easy. The difference is between you and, and, and maybe some, some, some others is that we believe the promises of God. And one of his promises is vengeance is mine and I will repay. 
And as believers, we're called and we're destined to do certain things in certain ways. Doesn't mean we don't get angry. But the Bible says to be angry and sin not. But the only way you will really understand that is to know that the only way we could do this is by having a relationship with Jesus. So that the comforter called the Holy Spirit can come in and dwell within us. And cause and cause transformation within us. What I just talked about in terms of what happened on the day of Pentecost. Actually. <laughs> transformed a world. That one message transformed the world. Jesus's life transformed the world. It wasn't by looting and it wasn't by uh, uh, arson and it wasn't by, you know, all of this. What the life of Jesus and how he lived transformed the world. This evangelistic message by Peter transformed the world. So if you desire to have a relationship with him, well, what do I have to do? Oh, I got to come to church every Sunday. I got to this, I got to that. We're not even going there. First things first. The Bible clearly says it like this, and I actually want to share it on the screen so that you can read it. So that you know exactly what it is that the Bible says. The Bible says this. This is how you can get to know him. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You can be saved. And it goes on to say this. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made. Into salvation. So really it's two steps that you got to do. Confess and believe. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that he's not dead but he's alive. And you're saved. So if you want to take that walk. Just repeat after me and say Lord Jesus. I realize I'm a sinner. I've fallen short. There's some things about me that you probably wouldn't like. But I'm hearing that you love me nonetheless. Jesus, you died for me. And I'm accepting your free gift. I'm confessing with my mouth that you're Lord. And I believe in my heart that you are alive today. And the Bible says that I'm saved. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you are now saved. And guess what? No one can pluck you out of the Father's hand. Can we just do this real quick? I am going to unmute you all. Can we just give God a hand clap of praise right there? Come on, you're all on the screen. Can we just bless the Lord right there? Come on, give God a hand clap of praise for his word, for his word, for his word, for his word. Hallelujah. 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 We bless the Lord on today. Listen, I would be remiss if I did not allow for my chief apostle to say something. To say 
something. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to mute everybody. Y'all know I do that so that she can be heard. And then I am going to ask her to unmute herself and speak to us on today. Please receive the uh, uh, the Apostle of the Abundant Life International Covenant Fellowship and founder of the Abundant Life International Worship Center, Apostle Dr. Charlene Henry. Amen. God bless you. We are so happy and honored to be here on this Pentecost Sunday to share with Apostle Brian and his house. Uh, we have been looking forward to this fellowship all month long. Praise God for Apostle uh, Kay. Apostle Carlita and, and Minister Octavius, all of those from Intimate Me from Georgia. Abundant Life International Covenant Fellowship is here to support you all today. We cannot physically be with each other, but we take fellowship very seriously and that we should show up. I praise God for the word on today because the word, though it was not the traditional, as she says, shouting, bucking, and speaking in tongues that we like to do, it is the word of God nonetheless. How many of you know that the word of God declares that the chosen fast that he really chose for us is that we, it ain't even about not eating. It has nothing to do with food. In fact, in the Old Testament, he said the chosen fast is that you would feed the hungry, that you would clothe the naked, that you would defend those who could not defend themselves, and that you would take care of the widows indeed. Now, that ain't a fast that none of us are used to hearing coming up in church. Church, you've always been taught, push back your plate. Don't eat, don't drink. But he said, no, the chosen fast, amen, because that means you had to lose yourself. You had to get rid of you, and you had to come beyond yourself and do something for somebody else. And so with all that is happening, this is a right now word. You might not have understand the way God was taking her, but if you was hearing it in the spirit, looking in light of everything that is going on in our world today, we have got to step up in the church. Um, the Bible declares in the New Testament that when we speak in tongues, it edifies us. It doesn't do anything for anybody else but us. It doesn't do anything for that mother who's hurting that just lost her son. Mm -hmm. It doesn't do anything for the family of the man who killed the man that's in prison. That speaking in tongues, you said we build ourselves up on our most holy and holy faith, praying in the spirit, praying in tongues. All of that speaking tongues is for me. Mm -hmm. But when I really want to make inroads in this world and do great exploits in the things of God, guess what? I'm feeding the hungry. I'm clothing the naked. I'm going, I'm showing up to those meetings she's talked about with the city council. I'm making my voice heard for the kingdom's sake because this earth belongs to our father. And he has given us dominion. He has given us authority. And he has given us power. And we must be about the work the kingdom that is the work of the kingdom and so i honor the lord i thank god for you apostle brian for being obedient and preaching what god told you to preach because it's time for the church to shift mm -hmm. to a whole dimension another level okay, you know I, I i'm not gonna say a lot more but you gotta get tired of going to church and shouting and speaking in tongues you gotta get tired of just because when you go home you say that's it every sunday that's it but roll your sleeves up and really start doing kingdom work. Like she was admonishing us today, doing kingdom work. You will see a life-changing experience happen for you and your relationship with God in the understanding of the reason why he called us to be disciples and fishers of men. We love you, um, his house. We love you. We love you, and that's why we're here on this morning, and we just wanted to come 
and spend this Pentecost Sunday with you. God bless you, and we love you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank God for you, uh, Apostle Dr. Henry. I tell you, uh, I would not be a part of any other uh, fellowship uh, because I'm telling you, anytime that I need her, she is right there. 